0: Uh, well, we kick off a series this year called Paper Walls. I don't know if you saw on the social media, if that probably made no sense to you at all in terms of thinking through what is what are we talking about when we kick off a series and we call it Paper Walls. And it's really all about moving beyond excuses that hold us back. And a, and a, a paper wall, if you think about it, like when you look at this wall here, you know, from a distance, it looks like a legitimate obstacle, <laughs> From far enough away, it actually looks like a real barrier, a real problem, but it's actually just—it's flimsy. It's just paper. And that's actually what our excuses are. Often we, we make up excuses and from a distance they look like they are legitimate reasons, but in actual fact they are just paper walls. There are many things worth carrying forward from one season to the next, from one year to the next, like good habits and good friends, and there are things that we should leave behind. Excuses are one of those things that we should leave behind. And like I said, from a distance, they look impenetrable, they look look like real obstacles, but... And, and for many of us, we might not call them excuses. Most of us, we probably call them something else. We probably call them reasons. And there are legitimate reasons that we often have for things in our life. Like there's a, there's a legitimate reason that I can't dunk a basketball. Like that's a, there's a reason I can't do that. There's a reason that I can't bowl a cricket ball 140 kilometers an hour. I know what you're thinking. You think, no, looking at that physique, you could probably do both of those, Peter. Why do you doubt yourself? They're just excuses. They're not reasons. And, but no, they're, they're legitimate reasons that, that I can't dunk a basketball or I can't bowl a, a, a fast cricket ball at 140 kilometers an hour. Uh, but there are things that I need to stop doing and there are others that I need to start doing and which I have reasons for. My reasons aren't good reasons, they're just excuses. And excuses easily become what I also want to call becauses. Now I know if you're in in education, I know that's not a real word and it's not a legit thing. But just roll with me this morning because we're going to discover that we all have becauses. We all have this word that we use that we don't do things because or we do this because. And what I hope that we would unpack and discover a little bit of this morning is that, that our becauses aren't really the cause of. We all have our reasons, but they're actually a fine line between a reason and an excuse. And we all have becauses and we hide behind them. Why don't you? Or because. Why haven't you? Or because. Why do you always this? Because. Why do you keep on? Because. Why don't you start? Because. Why don't you finish? Because. Why don't you quit? Because. Why do you stay? Because. Why do you leave? Because. Why don't you tell him? Why don't you tell her? because. We all have becauses, we all have reasons, but there is a fine line between our reasons, our becauses and an excuse. One always disguises itself as the other. You know, when we describe Or call out excuses that other people make. This is the terminology that we use now. I don't know if everybody can see it because of my banner. But we use this language. We use that you're just making excuses. Have you ever said that to somebody? Have you ever said that to one of your children? Have you ever said that to your husband or your wife? And this is the the terminology that we say. You're just making excuses or stop making excuses. Excuses. Now, the reason we use that language is because we understand that excuse is something that we, that we make up. It's actually not entirely real. The reason that we're giving or the excuse that we're putting forward is not a legitimate thing. It's something that we're making up or it's a paper wall. It's something that we're making out to be something that's impenetrable or a real obstacle but in actual fact, it's something that if we were to be honest with ourselves, there's something we're missing out on on the other side of that paper wall. We often dress up our excuses and we try to pass them off as reasons. It's easy to spot in our children. It's pretty easy to spot in our husbands and our wives. It's easy to spot in your staff and your neighbours or your boss. It's easy to spot in our politicians and in our government. And isn't it true that even as you're listening to me this morning that you're secretly hoping that somebody is really listening to me this morning. (laughs) We can spot excuses a mile away, but sometimes it's hard to see what's six inches in front of us, staring at us in the mirror. We always say the reason is or because we almost never say my excuse is. We almost never say my excuse is. Is maybe we should practice that this morning. Does everybody want to repeat this after me? Everybody say this after me. My excuse is, my excuse is. See, isn't that just liberating? Does it just so you feel so much freer from that? My question is, is it possible or are we willing to at least consider that perhaps some of our reasons or because are just paper walls? They're excuses. There's something we've created fueled by fear, insecurity or a past event. And there is a reason that a paper wall is constructed of things that somebody, and this is what happens, they're made up not not necessarily of figments of our imagination, but they're usually the cause of. And that's when I said that our, our becauses are not really the cause of. Often the cause of is something like maybe somebody told you something, maybe somebody called you something, Maybe somebody labelled you something. Maybe somebody expected something. Maybe somebody did something to you. And all of these reasons, all of these because ultimately are just paper walls. And if we're not careful, we let fears, insecurities and past hurts stop us from experiencing what's on the other side of our excuses. Because maybe you didn't come through, and so you're through. And maybe it's possible that we've invented reasons to defend certain behaviours. We've maybe created or invented reasons to defend certain reactions or overreactions, or maybe procrastination, or maybe avoiding or ignoring. Maybe we've invented paper walls so that we don't actually have to address or deal with certain types of behaviour. And I pray that this year would be a year where we could begin to let go of some of the paper walls that have been boxing us in. The excuses that we've used, that so too often we use them around things to do with our health or spiritual disciplines or stepping out and making a difference. And we box ourselves in with paper walls and we use the same things of, I don't have enough time or I don't have enough money or I just don't like. And we use the same excuses over and over again. The two most common excuses we have is that I don't have time or I can't afford. And 99% of these are paper walls. I don't have time to exercise or go to the gym. I don't have time or can't afford to eat healthy. I don't have time to serve in church. I don't have time to attend church. I don't have time to go on a date night. I don't have time to, de- to develop my spiritual disciplines. I don't have time to pray more. I-, I don't have time to read more. They are paper walls that we box ourselves in. And there's something that we're missing out on. There's something on the other side of that paper wall. That if we will only address the excuses that hold us back, we would find ourselves experiencing so much more of God. We'd find ourselves experiencing so much more joy and fulfilment and fruitfulness if we'd be willing to call them what they are. And they're not reasons, they're not becauses, they are excuses. We all have them. One of the other ones is, I just don't like... It's one that I that I use a lot. It's like the just the card that you play, you know, like the time card and the finance card's good until you find yourself with a little bit more time and a little bit more money, then you've got to go to the I just don't like to And uh, you know, something so small, I haven't even shared this with my wife and and it may seem insignificant in this room what I'm about to share, but for me it was something that I recognised over the holiday break that I'd had this excuse and although it mightn't seem like a big deal, it was just something that I was really mindful of and for a long time I've avoided, and Kate will attest this, I've avoided board games and card games as a family. So I've avoided them. Um... My reason, right, is I just don't like them, right? I just don't like them. Uh, the actual real reason, as I discovered while we we're on holidays, is I actually just don't like losing. <laughs> now that's the real reason. Now, now, if to drill a little, thanks for all laughing at me. All right. <clears throat> um. Now, now to go a little bit deeper, there is actually a reason to why I don't like losing. There's actually a great, there's actually a next level, and it's a fear of failure. And as I began to think through and ponder on and just begin to be honest with myself instead of believing the lie that I just don't like them, as I began to unpack and search my own heart and emotions, what I discovered and what I remembered were past events as a childhood of where I'd been humiliated and embarrassed for not being good at a game that somebody else was really good at. And now that may seem so small and insignificant. I could share much deeper things and personal things. I'm just not too sure we're all there in our relationship and friendship for me to share those things with you. There's a bunch of reasons, you know, excuses that I had cycling. I've been wanting for so long to get back into cycling. Now, my reason before was that as a bricklayer and having a bricklaying business, I started at 6.30 in the morning, which meant I had to get up and anyone who knows cycling when you dress up in lycra the best time is first thing in the morning don't you shake your head at me angus it, it, it's at it's at 5 30 in the morning as early as possible least amount of traffic psycho drivers trying to run you off the road and so you get out there really early so for me my reason was because i'm in this career i can't do that well who knows for the last six months that I have not been. I don't have to get up at six thirty in the morning to go and lay bricks. So now I found myself confronted with the fact that time was more flexible. So that excuse was no longer there. So I had to make the decision to push through that paper wall and begin to blow the dust off my bike and get out there in my lycra and rep it. <laughs> and took up cycling again this year. So soon as you all. Embarrass me before you should at least give me a round of applause for my efforts of cycling. (laughs) Uh, And watch me on the road if you can keep up. The truth is what is the root of an excuse is this. It's actually blaming something internal on something external. That's what an excuse is. The root cause or the root of an excuse is that we blame something internal or something external. We blame it on something external. And as I said, is it possible that maybe you're missing out because you've walled yourself in? Could there be something on the other side of this that you're missing out on? Could there be an experience? Could there be a better you? Could there be a difference for you to make? And it's possible that what your reasons are, your its are maybe just an excuse. We don't accept them from our children. We don't accept them from our staff, our co-workers. Why do we accept them from the person who is looking at us in the mirror? And while we're talking about this in church, you might think, why the heck are we talking about this in church today? The reason is this, is because there is a relationship between your ability, not willingness, but your ability to follow Jesus and your and your willingness to push through the paper walls and the excuses That you have in your life. And the reason is this is because our excuses, if we're not careful, become the Lord or the King of our life. And you might think, why are we talking about excuses in church? And the reason is because if we're not careful, our excuses become like our Lord, our Master, and our King. And an excuse can become a King all too easy. An excuse tells you what you can do or you can't do. An excuse tells you whether you can try or not try, what you'll succeed at, what you'll fail at. And you could spend the rest of your life singing to King Jesus on a Sunday Sunday, while serving and submitting to King Excuse from Monday to Saturday excuses can become like a board of directors. Don't try this. Don't talk to him or her. Don't show up for this. Don't do that. And we don't want excuses to be our master. We have a master. We have a Lord. We have a God and his name is Jesus. And there are reasons we make things up and there are reasons that we conjure things up. But I want to have a look at this passage in the in the book of Hebrews, and in the, in the, in the book of Hebrews, we don't know exactly who wrote this letter, but what we do know is that he wrote it to Jewish Christians who were suffering persecution and they were looking for a reason or an, or an excuse to revert back to Judaism because there was less pain when they were just a Jew. Now as following Jesus, they're, they're getting killed, they're getting locked up, they're getting persecuted, they're getting beaten. And many of the Jews were, were looking to turn back to Judaism and reject the teachings of Jesus. And so the writer of Hebrews wrote a letter to the Jewish Christians of that day who were under persecution, who were thinking about peeling out and reverting back to Judaism. And in Hebrews chapter 12, I want to I want to just share this one verse and I'm just going to Unpack it and break it down a little bit for us. It says this in Hebrews 12 verse 1. It says, let us throw off everything that hinders. Let us throw off everything that hinders. Let us rid ourselves of every incumbent or impediment to our progress or anything that trips us up. And it goes on in the sin that so easily Entangles. And Jesus was very specific about sin. And we've spoken about this in the past in our church, that, that sin is not just about breaking some rule. Sin is about anything that dishonours God, anything that dishonours others or anything that dishonours you, anything that hurts somebody else, anything that hurts you. And an excuse is just a lie that we tell ourselves. And lying is a sin. The reason lies are sin is because lies hurt people. We don't lie to others when we can help it because it hurts people. So why do we lie to ourselves? And so when we lie to ourselves with excuses, we are sinning against ourselves. And excuse is a lie that we tell ourselves about ourselves. And so when we lie to ourselves, we hurt ourselves. And when we hurt ourselves, we sin against ourselves. Some of you here this morning, you've lied to yourself. You've been lying to yourself and you probably owe yourself an apology. It would probably do you some good to write an apology down or when you're at home, look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm sorry for lying to you. I'm sorry for the paper wall. I'm sorry for the excuses that I have made up and the paper walls that I've created that have stopped myself from moving and experiencing something. Throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily ensnares and entangles you. No more excuses. Once you do this, you're going to be free to run. And that's what the writer continues to say. He says, And let us run with perseverance the race that is marked out for us. And if you're a Christian and you believe that God has a plan for your life, and you believe that God has something significant for your life this year, then you will have to deal with the paper walls that stand between where you are and the plan and the purpose that God has for your life. And we can camp on this side all we want and we can look at it and lie to ourselves and convince ourselves or we can be honest with ourselves in week one of 2024 and say, do you know what? I'm going to confront the lies that I've told myself. I'm going to confront the excuses, the reasons, the becauses, and I'm going to choose to step into the purpose and the destiny that God has for my life. There is something here for you to experience. There is more of God. There is more difference to make. There is more joy to experience if you would only be willing to deal with the excuses, the paper walls that hold us back. The author is basically saying, don't lose your race. Get rid of anything that holds you back so that you can run the race that God has laid out for you. And that includes our excuses We won't discover our race, much less participate in it, as long as we're manufacturing excuses. And what the author says next is absolutely incredible. He basically says that we need to stop focusing on ourselves because if we live for ourselves, we'll only have ourselves to show for ourselves. And people who make excuses rarely make much of a difference. And if you're not a religious person here today, you know, basically I could drop you off there and say that's that's basically it until next time. But if you're a follower of Jesus here today, the author provides us with this additional step in Hebrews chapter 12. And he says this in verse 2 after he says, Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. He says this in verse 2. Fixing our eyes on Jesus. Fixing our eyes on Jesus. This literally means looking to Jesus and away from these other things, such as excuses and fears and failures and lacks of opportunity or even disability. That we would fix our eyes on Jesus and follow Him. That we will eventually have to stop manufacturing excuses and lying to ourselves. When we fix our eyes on Jesus and follow Him, we have to stop hiding behind the excuses. We have to stop hiding behind our list of why nots and begin to really just ask ourselves the question why not? Why not me? Why not now? Why not forgive? Why not try again? Why not pay off that debt? Why not take that step? Why not be honest with him? Why not be honest with her? Why not exercise more? Why not eat healthier? Why not pray more? Why not read more? Why not attend more? Why not serve more? Why not give more? 2024. Is a wide open opportunity for each and every one of us to step into a new season of what God has. We have to be willing to confront the paper walls. We all have them. All of us in this room have reasons and because they're excuses. We have to just acknowledge that our becauses are not really the cause of. And do you know what? It's hard sometimes to begin to confront and look inside and ask ourselves, why do I react like that? Why do I feel like that? Why don't I like that? Why do I say that? Why don't I say that? To confront some of these issues, although they're paper walls, I understand that for many of us, there are fears and insecurities. I mean, there are past hurts, past experiences. And for many of us, there is a sense of unknown on this other side, that we don't know what it's going to be like. Will I really enjoy it? Is it really what's best for me? But when you follow Jesus, He's going to lead you through all of the nonsense. And He's going to help you shut down the excuses that you've allowed to box your life and your world in. The people who do some of the most good for God are often the people who had the most legitimate reasons not to. But instead of manufacturing excuses, they did what only they could do and they used what only they had. And the question I ask for all of us is what about us today? What about you today? Why don't you be one of those people who decides to live a life without a fabricated reason or excuse? Because there is a relationship between our ability to run our race with endurance and our willingness to address the excuses that are holding us back. And whether you're religious in this place or not, whether you're a follower of Jesus in this place or not, all of us here today need to shut down the excuse factory. Excuses, they weigh us down. They hold us back. They rob us from our potential. They make us small in our thinking. And some things, as I said, are worth carrying from one season to the next, from one year to the next. But some things are better off left behind. And excuses need to be left behind. Because we're better off without them. And if you choose to leave them behind, you'll be better off. And the world will be a better place. And you'll be free to follow Jesus and serve Him. Instead of saying no to reasons that are no reason at all. So let's shut down 2024. Let's shut down the excuse factory. Let's tear down some paper walls and let's be honest with ourselves about some things that we've maybe made up, some lies that we've told ourselves that if we are be honest with ourselves, all they are doing is holding us back. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes this morning as we pray? Heavenly Father, in this place today, I, I thank you for a new year. I thank you for a fresh start, another opportunity. God, that just as the sun rises and the sun sets, God, and wherever there is breath in our lungs and a heartbeat in our body, God, that we have the opportunity to take a step and address the excuses that all of us have placed in our lives. And God, all of our because God, that if we're to be honest, and not the cause of God. But this morning, maybe you've brought some of the causes to light. Maybe we were reminded this morning of something that was said to us, something that was done to us, something we remember, something we experienced, Maybe we've been brought to our attention some fears or some insecurities. God, I pray this morning, God, that as we enter into this new year, God, that You would help us to lay those before You. That You would help us to lay aside every weight that's holding us back. The sin, God, of lying to ourselves. That, God, You would give us the grace and the strength to fix our eyes on Jesus who is the author and the perfecter of our faith. That God, that we may be able to run this race, that we might be able to live this life, that we might be able to fulfil the purpose that you have called each and every one of us to. And instead of living on this side of making excuses and reasons and because it's God that we would choose to poke holes in that paper wall and to begin to push through and step into God what it is that's on the other side. That joy that's full, that next level of our relationship, that opportunity to make a difference. God, that in 2024, God, that you would help us experience and know more of you. And God, that you would help us to become the best version of ourselves that we could possibly be. I pray in Jesus' name.